Good morning. Welcome to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Brad Pollock and Bob Leonard in studio today. We're here to talk to you about a personal injury topic. If you've been hurt as a result of the negligence of another, whether that be through a slip and fall, failure to maintain the property, whether that be as a result of a car crash, whether it be results of being hit with a truck or by a truck or a pedestrian injury, uh, give us a call at 303 795-5900. We will go over your case with you. We'll give you an idea of what you can and can't do. We'll talk to you about a legal game plan. We'll talk to you about how to value the case. We'll talk to you about what you want to look for and what you need to do, uh, how you want to handle your claim. Uh, We will represent you if you'd like us to. It's a free initial consultation. We're happy to talk to you, and it's something important for you. Why is it important for you? Well, let me tell you something. If you've been hurt in a crash or if you've been hurt as a result of the negligence of another, you're going to pay a price. You're going to pay a price in the form of medical bills. You may pay a price in the form of lost work or not being able to go to work. You may pay a price as far as not being able to advance the way you'd like to in your in your career. You're going to pay a price of pain and suffering, of of loss of enjoyment of life. You're going to pay a price of having to get medical bills taken care of and prescriptions. You're going to pay a price. And that price should be compensated by the person who caused your injury. So what do you want to do? You want to talk to somebody about it. Uh, Because the only way you're going to get fair compensation is if you can get, and this is important, you've got to be able to get the insurance company for the at-fault person to pay you. And the insurance company has trained trained adjusters who you're going to talk to, people who have been taught by lawyers, people who have been taught by other adjusters, people who have read manuals, people who have who have uh, the ability to, to roundtable your case, people who are going to go to lawyers when they want to, to determine a way to pay you the least amount possible. So that's their job. And they and they they do it and they work at it. And if you don't have a lawyer, they're going to do it a lot better than if you do have a lawyer. That's all there is to it. Uh, lawyers can make a difference. Lawyers do make a difference. Uh, so you need to contact us if you've been hurt so we can help you. Our telephone number is 303-795-5900. Or you can reach us at bellpollock.com or championsofthepeople.com. Today, we're going to talk to you about the anatomy of an injury case. We're going to try and go through as much of it as possible. It may be a little hard to do in a half an hour, but we're going to go through as much of it as possible. We may skip around a little bit and come back, so we we try to get the overall picture to you, and then we can talk about different uh, other topics in in, in, uh, in more depth. But we want to talk to you about what goes on in the anatomy of a case when you get hit, when that crash happens. We're going to use a, co- a motor vehicle crash. We're going to use what happens when, when the crash happens and what, what starts, what happens at that point. Uh, Bob, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Brad. How are you? Good. It's nice to have you here. Uh, Bob, we talk about the anatomy of a crash when we talk about what happens or the anatomy of an injury case. You know, you, you, there's a lot of, lot of people out there who are subjected to and a lot of commercials that are going on where they talk about how we're just going to get you money. And uh, to get money, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes doing certain things, it takes being able to to deal with the anatomy of a crash, and it takes uh, effort to, to figure out what happens in the crash. So let let's say the crash happens. Um, I'm I'm g- going through an intersection with a green light. Somebody comes through and t-bones me. Uh, there's suspicions that they might be drinking, they might have been on drugs, or they might have been using their cell phone. So when that crash happens, and now I've been t-boned, what what is it I want? start doing you want to collect as much evidence as much material that protect you uh when you talk to an adjuster i mean whatever you don't have they're going to 
used against you. So the first thing I would do is get out of the car and find out if everybody's okay. I mean, that's the first thing. Maybe call 911. But in the interim period, you need to protect yourself by taking pictures. Break out that cell phone. Everybody has one these days. Start taking pictures. Start collecting information. Start talking to witnesses. Get copies. Uh, I always take my, I would take my camera, take a picture of their driver's license, take a picture of the scene, take a picture of their license plate, take a picture of them, uh, you know, their insurance card. You know, you need to start collecting as much evidence and inf- inf- those things that, that can help you in protecting you and win your case. Now think about this because quite often you may not be the person in the crash. You may be the person that gets called. So you're sitting at home one night and your 18-year-old daughter or 18-year-old son calls you up and says, I've just been in an accident. Could you come to? Could you come down here? And they're just down the street from your house. You jump in the car and you go down there. What are you going to do? Are you going to just stand there and talk? You, you know, you may want to find out from your from your son or daughter what happened, from your child what happened. But then you're going to start doing the things Bob's talking about. Let's say you're in the you're in the crash and you're not hurt as badly as uh, the the person with you, as as far as another person in your car. Uh, you've got to take over and you've got to do some of these things. Start getting this information. Uh, if you're in, alone in the car or if both of you are hurt so badly, you're taken by ambulance, uh, you've got to remember that this becomes a part uh, of having to reconstruct the crash. Uh, quite often, you don't get an opportunity to talk to the police officer. Uh, maybe the police officer is going to come to the hospital and talk to you later on, but you don't get an opportunity to talk to the police officer. And the other side does. The other side has that opportunity. So now you're at a disadvantage immediately because they're going to start trying to justify their actions. They're going to say, I had a green light. And you're going to be going, you're not even going to know they're saying that. You're going to be saying, my gosh, when the police officer comes to you to talk about it, the police officer's already got an initial opinion. But the thing is, is when when the crash happens, it's best if you can get somebody to start on that process of trying to help. Now, for those of you who show up after the, after the crash, come to the scene and because it's a loved one or somebody you're close to, they've called you for help or you know they've been in the crash and you go to help them, quite often police officers may say, get away from here. Don't be here. You know, you're outside the, the, the people we are going to allow in the crash scene. Well, obey the police officer. Do what they say. But to the extent there can be a gathering of information and when a crash happens, it's very important. And, you know, the police report, just because it's prepared by a police officer, doesn't mean the police report is, is complete. Brad, I think we see police reports all the time that are missing information, or they have the wrong information, uh, uh, maybe the missed witnesses. Well, that, that's right. You know, and once again, our police officers in, the, in this state do a very good job. I don't have a problem with the job they do, by and large. But they're hamstrung, they're handcuffed, by some of the things that go on also. Uh, They've got to wonder or try and decide if there's witnesses. They can't go out when they get there and start trying to find witnesses. The best they can do, if people are sitting, standing around, they may ask anybody, did anybody see what happened? Or they'll pass out forms for anybody who witnessed the crash to put their name and address and phone number and a brief description of what happened. Uh, they're, they're going to take the statements that are given to them. Sometimes they're going to try and figure out if those statements make sense in relationship to what exactly happened. Sometimes they're going to look and, after they're hearing these statements, they're going to look and go, well, you realize there's a camera here at this intersection, so we're going to be able to know exactly what happened. We'll be able to see who went through what light. But 
They've got to depend on this. They're trying to write this down in their books, however they keep their notes. They're trying to keep track of what everybody is saying and what happened because they're not filling out the police report right there. They're going to, or the action report. They're going to have to go fill out that action report at a later time. So they're gathering statements. They're gathering information. Their action report is based solely on what goes on from, or what, what they've learned from others and what they've been able to measure and determine from the crash. You know, Brad, that also there's uh, outside source information. I actually have, per my personal experience, a woman moved into my lane and hit the front of my car, and someone behind me came running up and said, I have a dash cam. So I actually had the whole accident on video. Uh, also, you know, I had another case where a person made a left-hand turn on a green, a green ball, not the arrow, and she got T-boned, and there was a bank camera across the street that called, you know, that had the whole accident, so we were able to reconstruct the accident. And now, you know, all the cars now have built-in computers uh, that tell how fast the car was going, the braking, uh, that's other information that you know might want to be secured. So let's go back. Let's talk a little bit about that. And you know, we're, you can see we're moving pretty slow. We're not going to get through the whole anatomy, but let's talk a little bit about that. Now, that's why it's so important you get to lawyer. Contact a lawyer because you're not going to be able to go around to all the different places and find out if they have cameras. You think a bank's going to tell you whether or not they have a camera? You're going to have to work a little bit to be able to get the banks to tell you where their cameras are and what they're seeing and what they're not seeing. Other establishments, other businesses may have this. Other witnesses may be available. Evidence gets lost as time goes by. And as evidence get lo- gets lost, if you're in a dispute, especially over liability or how the crash happened, you're facing a, a, difficult, uh, a, a difficult road down the, down the line to be able to take care of the case. Meanwhile, the other side, the insurance company, is jumping on it like you wouldn't believe. They're all over it. And let, let, me, let me just talk about that for a minute. They have trained adjusters, people who have been taught what to do. They will look at you and say you, for some reason, or they'll make you feel bad about the fact that you got a lawyer. What's wrong with you having somebody every bit as trained, if not better trained, as the adjuster in the insurance company that's trying to deny you money? Yeah, there's, not, there's no balance of fairness you know, working after an accident. We have an insurance company who have, as Brad said, trained people. They have a staff attorneys available to them. And if you're by yourself, you don't stand a chance when you're working with someone, a trained individual that's ready to, uh, does this every day for, that's their living. You're listening. Go ahead. I'm just, we're going to go to a break. You're listening to the Bell and Paul Legal Show. Brad Pollock, Bob Leonard in studio today, talking to you about the anatomy of an injury case, discussing what happens. If you've been in a case or if you have a loved one or anybody else who's been in a, in a crash, ha- give us a call at 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Or contact us at bellpollock.com or championsofthepeople.com. We've been doing this since 1984 in the Denver metropolitan area throughout the state of Colorado. The law firm has been together that long. We have trained, experienced lawyers who are ready to get the best and highest return for you, the best recovery for you. Give us a call, 303-795-5900. We'll be right back. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. 
You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them. To protect you and your family, our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have, or know, or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Welcome back to the Bell & Pollock Legal Show. Brad Pollock and Bob Leonard here to talk to you today about the anatomy of an injury case. In an injury case, the goal, the goal, knows the time when you've gotten to the point where you're seeking recovery for an injury that's that's occurred out of the crash. The goal is to get a, a figure, a settlement amount or an amount of money that's sufficient to pay your doctor's bills, your case expenses, your lawyer's fees, and enough money left over for your pain and suffering. Think about that. Now, it can also be loss of in any kind of loss of employment or loss of income that you had. Those are the goals. Remember that I said it includes your lawyer's fees and your case expenses. That's included. And let me tell you something. Don't ever let or don't ever think an adjuster is right when they go, well, we're not going to pay for your attorney. Like heck, they shouldn't pay for your attorney. They cause the injury. You're entitled to somebody to guide you through the process that can take care of you and make sure that you're treated fairly. And do you think for a minute that the insurance companies are not putting the money in necessary to pay for those attorney's fees that get that, that get incurred by an injured person within the premium? It's already being paid. They're collecting it. Believe me, they love it if you don't use a lawyer because it's been shown that you'll get a lesser settlement. It's been shown that they, and obviously they won't have to have any extra money in to pay for case expenses and and attorney's fees. And they know that that's just money into their pocket. It's not money that you're going to be able to, to appreciate as a result of your injuries. Now, when we talk about that, we're talking about an injury case. In every crash, there's also the property damage case. You know, we separate the property damage. That'd be like the damage to your car, possibly things in the car that were broken from the bodily injury. And when we talk to our clients, do not let, we want to make sure they aren't confused because, you know, the insurance company calls up and right away they're trying to make an offer to get the things settled. And often they'll just tell the, 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 the injured party, says, hey, we're going to pay all your medical bills. They're not going to pay a medical bill for you until the case settles. Don't be confused. Don't believe that, that they're just going to pay your medical bills. The medical bills are going to be your responsibility, and hopefully there's enough money at the settlement to pay those bills back. Let me tell you, though, when it comes time for a settlement to pay those medical bills, they would love it if you would say, okay, I'm just going to have the doctors in the hospital and everybody else send the medical bills directly to you. You go ahead and pay them. They love that because there's there's a – a premise in Colorado of the amount billed versus the amount paid. We've been through it in our other sh- shows, and the insurance company would love to be able to take money out of your pocket. They'd love to be able to take advantage of your health insurance. They'd love to be able to take care of your employer's health insurance, where they get the benefit of the health insurance. They get the benefit of your insurance. They get the benefit of the premiums you've paid, and it becomes to their and it goes to their pocket and it becomes their credit, not yours. And that's exactly what they're doing. If you ever 
if you know anybody where the adjuster has said, okay, we'll just go ahead and take the care and medical bills, have them sent to us or send them to us, and we'll get them paid for you, you need to run to a lawyer because you've got an adjuster who's taking advantage of you. And you need to stop that immediately and realize you're dealing with an adjuster who's not going to treat you fairly. That's what happens. So we're in the anatomy of this case. You've been hurt in a car crash. You maybe have gone to the, by ambulance. Maybe you're going to go in the first three or four days, first week, you're going to go to the doctor. You're going to find out what's happening to you. You're going to find out what your injuries are. If, you, if you're hurting at the, at, the, at the time of the crash, you should go to the doctor. If you continue to hurt, if you decide, no, I'm not going to go by ambulance, I'm not going to do that, and you continue to hurt and have problems, get to the doctor. Whether that means going to emergency room or going to the doctor right away, a lot of times, Bob, when people call their 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 PCP and they're trying to talk to their uh, their their regular care physician who they're going to be dealing with, uh, a lot of times you can't get in to see your physician for a month, two, three, four weeks, a month, and and that's not a good thing. You know, you don't really have a case unless you <coughs> treat, which means you got to get to a doctor. You got to be diligent about getting you some kind of treatment. I mean, go to a different doctor, just get some, you need to be evaluated. And a lot of times people after an accident, they say, oh, I don't, I'm fine. You know, that's the first thing they tell the officer. Gets the police report, they say there's no injuries. Well, if you've ever been in a, in a situation where your body is stressed, you release all those, those chemicals and you're su- such a high, you don't even realize that you're hurting until maybe two or three days later. And, and when you're talking about it, when they're saying, get to a doctor, get the treatment, you've got to get the treatment, get the care necessary to take care of your injury. And a lot of times the doctors don't know initially. They'll come in and they'll say, well, the, the site of the injury may be swollen or we're going to do some, some conservative care rather than sending you for MRIs, which are very expensive. We're going to try to do some physical therapy rather than going for more, more expensive uh, procedures. That's fine. But go talk to the doctor and follow the doctor's advice. Follow what they're telling you. This is important because when, you, when, when you're talking to the adjuster and, and if you've been hurt and you're incurring expenses and you're having medical bills, it's, it, it's time to get a lawyer involved. And when you're talking and we'll, we'll do your case for you, you can come to us. You can co- contact us at 303-795-5900. We are Bell and Pollock, the champions of the people. You can look us up on the internet at bellpollock.com or championsofthepeople.com, and you can come talk to us. You can come get involved about what's happening and, and, and get an idea of what's happening and know what's happening. It's very, very important. It's to the best benefit of everybody concerned that you do this because you deserve to get, re- to get yourself put back the way you were. So you get, deserve to get compensation. So... When you get to the doctor, you want to establish the treatment plan. You want to establish what it's going to take to get you better or to the best you can be. You know, also, Brad, people will say, well, I can't go to the doctor. I don't have any insurance. Well, one thing we can do for you is at least review your insurance policy because most policies have what's called medical medical pay coverage, med pay coverage. You know, most by the minimum in the state is $5,000 for med pay coverage. If you have it, that becomes your primary insurance. So even if you don't have medical insurance, you may have $5,000 worth of medical insurance in your insurance policy that you can use to pay, pay those medical bills. 
That's another thing you want to do. You want to get your insurance out, your policy out, and you want to come talk to us. You can reach us at 303-795-5900. Contact us at bellpolit.com or Champions of the People. Now, this is important because, as Bob said, you know, hopefully you have MedPay on your policy. But the thing is, you've got to be able to read the policy, understand the policy. And if you don't have medical care, if you have been injured as a result of the negligence of another, we can help get you medical care. We can get it on a deferred basis. We can get it on a basis where the doctors are being paid and an entity is is standing in there and working for you to get you your medical care to help you get better. And that's important because if you're not trying to get better, why would a jury, why would anybody want to try to help you? You have to try to help yourself. And it's an important situation that you go out there and you do the things you can do to get yourself better. That's that's what the that's what the process is about. The process is about to help those people who who are legitimately in, injured and legitimately need help. And and so we're talking about the anatomy. After the first three or four, uh, after the first three or four days, maybe the first month, you've gotten your car repaired. Now you're in what we call the waiting, or what I call the monotonous period, the boring period, the period where it's frustrating because you're going back to the doctor, you're following a treatment plan, and we're all waiting. Everybody's waiting to see what happens when you reach what we call MMI. And Bob, what's MMI? Brad, that's what we call mass medical improvement. That's the point where the doctors. They'll tell you that there's really not much more that can be done at this time, and this is about as good as you're going to get. And that's when we are able to look and say, now we know what the permanency of your injury is. We know whether you can make a full recovery, whether you've made a full recovery. We can talk to the doctors about ongoing treatment, what's going to happen in the future, what your limitations are going to be in the future, whether it's going to be something you're going to live with the rest of your life or you're going to get over this this injury and be and be back to normal. We've got you at a point where we can now start making an informed, an informed, improper decision about what your case is worth, how it's affecting you, what we need to put together to present to the the adjuster to make sure that we're going to get you maximum recovery. That's the point where you know the negotiation may start after the demand package. We, like Brad was saying, we get you know you've treated, and, and you, we get a med, we get your medical records. We start evaluating the claim. We make a demand on the insurance company to make payment for your claim. But the one thing you got to remember is you got to keep treating and you got to talk to the, when you go to the doctors, you got to make sure you say, make sure you tell the doctors how you're really feeling. Don't just go in the doctor's office and say, so how are you doing today, Brad? And he says, Brad, I'm fine. That gets in the medical records. The insurance company will use that against you. If you have gaps in treatment, you know, you say you're fine and let's say you go and talk to a physical therapist and, she says you're doing, you say you're about 80% better. Then you don't treat for a couple of weeks, a couple of months. You start feeling bad again. They're going to use that against you and say, well, you, you know, you said you were better back here. We're not going to include all these new bills after the fact that you said you were fine. Now, if you're sitting there going, well, you know, I can do all this stuff before I go see a lawyer and I can just wait till I get to MMI and then go see a lawyer. The answer is no, not a good idea. Because the lawyer is going to be setting up your claim. The lawyer is going to be conversing with the insurance company. The lawyer is going to be protecting your records. The insurance company wants you to send you all the records. They want you to send their records before the injury, and they want to send and they want to get all your records. The lawyer is going to protect you from having this private confidential information being improperly given to the insurance company. The lawyer is going to be talking to you about how this is affecting you. At our office, we have forms. We have forms that you have that helps you document 
and, and, and leads you along the way to document how this has affected your life. Even if you get 100% better a year or two down the line, you're still entitled compensation for the year or two you've been going through the problems you've been going through. Well, that we need to know how that, what, how that affected you. So we give you the forms. We give you the information. We put together your legal game plan. We discuss with you what you need to be able to understand and what you need to be able to report to us or keep a record of so that you can have a, 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 a well-built uh, plan and a well-built case that we present to the, the adjusters in settlement negotiations that eventually, if they don't want to settle, will lead to litigation. You're listening to the Bell and Polk Legal Show. Brad Polk and Bob Leonard in the studio today. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them. To protect you and your family, our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have, or know, or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Welcome back to Bell and Pollock Legal Show. Brad Pollock and Bob Leonard in the studio today. We've been talking to you about the anatomy of an injury case. We went through it pretty quick. If you have questions, you call us. If you've been injured, you call us. If you know someone who's been injured, you call us. You t get, protect your rights. Give us a call at 303-795-5900 or call us at Bell or look us up, I'm sorry, in the internet at bellpollock.com or championsofthepeople.com. It's an interact, interactive website, so you can you can just have questions or get in touch with us that way. Or you can call us. We're 24-7. You give a call. If we, if we don't have a lawyer right there, we're going to get a lawyer to you. You can call us on the weekends, at night, during the day, at any time. We're going to put together a legal game plan for you. We're going to help you. We'll get you an initial consultation. That's free. We'll take care of you. So give us a call, 303-795-5900, bellpolk.com or championsofthepeople.com. Bob? You know, Brad, you need an attorney if you're, if you're in an automobile accident where you suffer any kind of injuries. Without it, you know, you don't have a chance. The balance is on the, in favor of the insurance company with their experienced adjusters. You need to call your attorney. As Brad said, we'll have a legal game plan set up for you so that you can... Be, be at the same level as this adjuster. Uh, don't go out, don't do this by yourself. It's, it's a big risk. You need an attorney, experienced attorney, as uh, Brad was saying, more than 30 years experience. Uh, I've been in Bell and Pollock for about 14 years now, Brad. I think it's 14 years. That's correct. So uh, we, I'm pretty experienced. Brad's experienced. We have many other attorneys that have experience. Call us. We look forward to hearing from you. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about another personal injury topic. In the meantime, stay safe. And like I said, if you've been injured, 
give us a call, 303-795-5900. 